I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, March 7th. The Quincy Teachers Union will hold a virtual community information meeting Thursday at 7 p.m. on Zoom to discuss the current state of contract negotiations with the city. Both sides have agreed to let the contract talks go into arbitration with an appointed state mediator. However, the union disputes the city's claim that the talks are at an impasse. In a statement, the union says the city opted for mediation without reviewing the union's latest offer. The union also says the city objected to the union's request for a private mediator and splitting the cost with the city. The union says they remain committed to reaching a contract agreement but are unsure about how long mediation will last. The union did go on to thank parents and the community for their support. A proposal for a five-story, 46-unit residential building at Furnacebrook Parkway and Copeland Street in West Quincy is back before the Zoning Board of Appeals today. Developer Robert Beniers wants to demolish some existing homes at that site and put up the new building with 102 parking spaces. The board will meet at Old City Hall at 6 p.m. to discuss the plan. Well, if a preliminary election is needed for this year's Quincy City election, it will be held in August. City Clerk Nicole Crispo released the 2023 city political calendar last night. Calls for the preliminary election to be held on Tuesday, August 29th. Early voting for a preliminary election would begin on Saturday, August 19th. Crispo said the earlier date is due to the fact that school will be in session the following week. The final election will be held on Tuesday, November 7th. Mail-in voting will also be available. However, voters will have to request a mail-in ballot. The mayor, all nine city councilors, and three school committee members are up for re-election this year. The Quincy Health Department will hold a special presentation at the Kennedy Center today about senior living options and how to choose the best level of care for aging seniors. Nurse Deb Deary will talk about the differences between independent, assisted, and long-term care, payer sources accepted, and services available at each level, and how to determine which is best for you or a loved one. A discussion will begin at 10.30 this morning. To sign up, call 617-376-1506. Despite opposition from the town, the MBTA will begin demolishing a staircase at the Milton Station today, leading to shuttle buses replacing some service. Local officials and residents don't want the Adams Street stairs torn down. They were hoping for repairs or replacement. Instead, starting today through Thursday, contractors will be taking down the stairs and not replacing them anytime soon. Last October, Milton filed suit against the T over its alleged failure to repair the stairs. They said the stairs have been in disrepair and closed for nearly a decade. Over the years, the town says they've asked the T to repair the stairs for safety and cosmetic purposes, but that never happened. Town sent a letter to Governor Mara Healy asking her to intervene in the matter, but to no avail. Shuttle buses begin replacing T service at 8.45 p.m. through the end of service at night. That will continue through Thursday. After years of crashes along the tracks, town officials are pushing the MBTA and Keolis to make improvements 
at seven commuter rail crossings in Abington. The town hired transportation safety consultants in 2022 to study the town's railroad crossings following the death of 18-year-old Caitlin McCarthy last May. The Abington High School senior was hit and killed by a commuter rail train at Birch Street while walking across the tracks with a friend. Engineers from Trofino are expected to present their recommendations to Abington's Board of Selectmen in the coming weeks. The town provided a map showing 12 reported incidents along the tracks since 1997, including six fatalities. MBTA commuter rail can travel up to 70 miles per hour through Abington. The T says the crossings in Abington meet federal standards and are equipped with flashing lights, bells, and gates. The Cape Cod Canal is back open after a whale sighting prompted its closure early Sunday. Vessels traveling through the waterway were delayed both Sunday and Monday morning until the canal reopened yesterday at 9.30. The decision from the U.S. Army Corps came after a patrol boat spotted a whale just outside the canal. Three whales in a pod were then identified as North Atlantic right whales. The whales eat in the area before heading towards the vineyard in Nantucket. They were last seen near Hog Island outside the canal yesterday morning. If you do see a whale, you can contact the U.S. Coast Guard on Radio Channel 16. Check of business news. This morning, stocks are mixed. The Dow was up 40 points. The Nasdaq fell 13. and The S&P added 2. Asian stocks mostly higher. The dollar rose. The euro was up. Oil at $80 a barrel. And sports Celtics lose again in Cleveland last night, 118 to 114 in overtime. And they will be back home tomorrow night at 7.30 against the Portland Trailblazers. The National Weather Service forecast today, mostly cloudy, breezy, and chilly at the high of 39. Tonight, cloudy, cold, low 25. Tomorrow, more of the same, mostly cloudy, highs in the mid-40s. And Thursday, mostly cloudy, highs in the low 40s. Maybe some sunshine on Friday with a high 47. For the boater, waves a couple of feet. Northwest winds gusting to 25. High tide 1046 a.m. Sunrise 611, set at 539. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, March 7th.